we at No Cell Entertainment support anyone with a uterus the right to choose health care that is in their best interest and in the best interest of their family. We support a woman's right to basic health care and health care that, unless administered, could be harmful even to the point of death. We support those still fighting to protect the basic rights of those who need it most. We at No Cell Entertainment stand with all those affected by this horrific Supreme Court ruling. We love and support your life and your right to choose how that life is lived. Stay strong. Keep fighting. Stay positive that good will prevail. Hello and welcome to the No Cell Podcast. Your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week, we'll be talking about the Forbidden Door and what, what happened. Maybe an injury. Maybe you're not. I guarantee there's an injury. It's a wrestling show. Guaranteed somebody got hurt. We get to mark out no cell for Money in the Bank for WWE. You say get to. Spoiler. <laughs> oh but we get to, I don't know if you knew this, but this is actually sponsored this week. Olive Garden? Are we family? No, by oh. the Blanchards. Because we're in Blanchard country. That's right. The Blanchards. You know, Blanchards? I don't know if you've heard about the Blanchards. Isn't it that, like, tag team that sucks? No. That nobody likes? No. We're, we're, we're in Blanchard country. Hmm. See? Four? Well, I'll do it myself. <laughs> I don't need help. Fuck you guys. I am your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database and a good brother and a good Blanchard. I, you know, that, that's Mack. supposed to be kayfabe, but oh, uh, yes, yeah. yeah, so we're happy to be here. Uh, beautiful sentiments uh, on behalf of Blanchard Country, and uh, we're ready to rock and roll. And a Blanchard hater, but here's soon to be a Blanchard lover, it's the ch- ch- chosen one, Mike. Hey, babe, babe. It's always, it takes him forever to come First around. of all, a Blanchard. It's always sunny in Blanchard all, Country. A Blanchard truther is how I prefer it. <laughs> it's always sunny in Blanchard Country. A Blanchard uh, truther, yeah. Elvis sucks. Terrible, terrible thought process all around. But I've given up trying to get you to know better. So it's a, it's a not a winning, it's not a winning uh, endeavor. You know who does win? A funny bone when he beats Vinny Masaro's ass for that title. Well, but that's not going to happen. Back in the alley. I thought get we were, your tickets now. I thought we were talking like things that are plausible. No, it's a, it's a, it's a guarantee. Thanks, Chuck. Hey, baby. So, guys, uh, any news in the world today? Uh, no, uh, nothing as big nothing as... Nothing good. Nothing good? Nothing positive. Yeah, I know. Um, that depends if you uh, like John Moxley or not. Oh, For me, I'm okay with it. I thought you just meant the world itself. Well, <laughs> I'm talking about the wrestling world, you know. I just more injuries and you know, uh, general apathy towards a billionaire sex pest in his shit show he's putting on. But he gets to be on Raw again as he showed up to introduce John Cena last night. First of oh, all, yeah. I mean, we have to talk about the big story. It's a Huggate 2022. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> nobody got loved as a child. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn, the fucking I, internet sucks. I can't believe there's more people genuinely <laughs> upset that Tony Khan hugs guys than there is if Mr. Man's paid women that was a kid for sex tweet. and I, then threw them to other men. I won't lie. First of all, fuck Dutch Mantel. I'll just say this. Tony Khan hugs weird, and like we were watching the. He's a weird dude. I'm yeah. supposed to, how's he supposed I to get hug? it. He's he, just weird. He hugs like a nerd who didn't get hugged very often as a kid. His father like owns everything. 
So he did the pressure presser and was doing the hugs, and like the producer was looking at me and he just she'd be like, he hugs weird. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Well, he can say, hey buddy, uh, this is how you really hug. Uh, you know what it is? He is JD trying to find his Turk. He hasn't found Turk yet. Yeah, he's just JD trying to find Turk. That's true. Honestly, I think Punk is probably his Turk. The punk's hurt, so what are you yeah. going to do? Uh, you know, uh, Cody definitely wasn't his Turk. No, 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 no. Definitely so, wasn't Big Swole. So we have a hug gate. We have a... Uh, Fuck Big Swole. <laughs> Fuck Big Swole. There it is. As a, for um, over 50 years. For over 50 years. Although I fight for her rights. Yes, uh, we do. I'm uh, be happy just not wrestle ever again. Yeah, I'm going to fuck her anyway. I don't just care still wrestle. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I'll break it up now. On um, the last <laughs> night's Raw, it was the 20-year anniversary for Cena, so they did a whole... Was it on the date, too? Yes. Exactly. So it was a whole... They did a whole thing. I, I'll be honest. I like the video packages that they did of, like, his, his uh, rise in the WWE... But also they did that. They did one of him doing all the Make-A-Wish stuff, all the things he's done for charity. The thing I didn't like is the fact that he walks into the arena, I mean, into the building, and he has all he gets a standing go by everybody. Walks into the arena, into the uh, walks out on stage with the everybody on stage again. Vince McMahon does the entrance of John Cena. It's fucking cringy. God but, damn. But I, you know, I'll give the man the props. I'm not going to give him props. No? No? No props? No, I finally... Uh-oh. It's bugged me for years, and I'm finally going to just... I'm Uh-oh. just going to accept it. Uh-oh. There's something about the guy that I don't trust. He's Uh-oh. fake? Yeah. I think it might go beyond that, even. He just... Something bothers me. <coughs> Are we talking Cena or McMahon? Cena. Okay. I know. <laughs> I know McMahon's oh, a piece of I shit. I think Cena and McMahon have some philosophies that they agree with. It's, there's something about the guy that just seems fake as hell. Yeah. And, and I agree not with that. to mention, you can't. I, I <laughs> give him all the credit for the make a wish shit, but that's a weird dude in other aspects. When you make, like, your. Anybody you've had a relationship with sign an NDA to not even talk about your fucking. Any aspect of your life, you're hiding stuff. You don't do that if you're not hiding shit. Nope. So, you know what? Yeah, cool. He's back. He'll, he'll fucking. Obliterate theory at that fucking SummerSlam. Who gives a shit? I don't want to see him. He fucking freaks me out. Fuck him. His 20-year thing can go fuck itself. Where's the 20-year thing for the people who actually fucking deserve it? Like? I didn't see Savage get any flowers when he was... He dead. Tw- well, no. Oh. Fuck. He was... Hell, he hadn't even gone to WWE <laughs> yet in his 20-year anniversary. Hey, for, his tw- all, for his 20 years, they demoted his ass to an announcer. And first of all, his 20 years was technically two years ago when he's ready to rumble. So, yeah, be see, honest about so, it. So, yeah, fuck it. Okay, fine. Well, we don't, I'll give him his John Cena Mark over here. We ruined Joe's day. For life. You know, fuck the show. We're done here. Uh, Blanchard's. <laughs> no. John Cena's a Blanchard. <laughs> yeah, choke on that. I'm okay with that. Choke on that. I'm okay How with that. How dare you? <laughs> so Blanchards that, are bad. Blanchards are bad people, but they're upfront about it. They ain't trying to hide shit. Yeah. You don't see Bubba with no NDAs. Yeah. I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should. I don't know. He made me sign one. Was that an NDA? No, he was just yelling at you. Oh. oh. Just sign one. Oh. Sign the NDA! <laughs> Listen! Don't make believe. Oh. Uh, uh. Listen, yeah, plus Max Caster is better than John Cena, so in terms of the skills. Well, Cena hasn't even said that himself. Well, well I mean, Cena, 
He's he's not trying to he's not trying to rap but, anymore. Okay, l- let's move forward. But what everybody can listen to is us telling you right now to go get your tickets for Power Pro Wrestling. Go to powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com to get tickets for Down in the Alley. Do it now. Like, right now. Go to pro, uh, powerprowrestling.eventbrite.com. Go to that. Get 20 tickets. <coughs> Stand, it's in, it's 20 in, tickets. Yeah, get 20 tickets. How many people can you fit in that barcade? How many, how many people can fit in you? I oh. don't know. Well, we're about to find out because go get twenty tickets like right now. Wait, go is that 20. the show? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, he's a, it's, he's nobody a, told me you're in the main event, brother. News to me. Okay, well, but okay. I've never been to the barcade. So we'll we'll discuss this off air, but yeah, but go get your tickets now. Let's talk about uh, Forbidden Door. This past weekend that uh, happened. What this is going to be fun because there's going to be some differing opinions. Yeah, maybe. Like fuck the blanchers, for for instance. Oh, Jesus. For what for one will, of the opinions. Will you stop? Never. Okay, that's fine. So uh, this past Sunday in Chicago, we had Forbidden Door AEW versus New Japan. So glad Chicago got a show. So happy for them. Right, they've been missing out. I will say the one thing, and I know Corey agrees with me. We didn't Uh-oh. like is there was no tally. There wasn't like yeah. uh, New Japan tally one. You know AEW. There was none of that. It was just, you know, straight matches. Straight matches. That may have been for the better, though, because then maybe people would have been, like, just assuming, well, it's all just going to end up at the final match being the one that, you know, kind of telegraphs it. Well, so I'm kind of glad they didn't because it would have turned into, like, bragging rights, and I just, yeah. That's what we're mentioning when we were watching the, the show. Um, so let's uh, talk about the card, shall we? Uh, one of the uh, buy-in matches was uh, Goto and Yoshihashi. Defeating the factory of Aaron Solo and QT Marshall, who apparently decided to go all out, was on the uh, job interview of a lifetime. Yeah. Four fifty splash, uh, springboard cutter. Someone's watching uh, Eddie and Ray from Halloween Havoc. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was going all out. He wasn't the only one. We'll get to that later. I just um, were just people it was doing lucha shit everywhere. Eight minutes and fifty five seconds. It was a fine match. <laughs> yeah. I went two and a half. I mean, it was, it was what it was. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it was an, it was entertaining. Is yeah. QT Marshall a trainer or something? Yes, he's yeah. a trainer at the Nightmare Factory. Is that called that? Yeah. yeah. He's the guy that actually does the training. And Cody just kind of shows up every once in a while. <laughs> puts Cody, Co- school Cody, yeah. Cody is the Sean. Yeah. I mean, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> in the, in, in the uh, Brian Danielson history. Should we name the Brian, sir? We saw Rollins. There you go, Daniel Bryan. Uh, on Just another example of how much Tony Khan is so much better than Vince McMahon. I think that would have happened vice versa. Fuck no. <laughs> Without a hefty pay. <laughs> and even yeah. then, he probably would have said no. Yeah, uh, but also on the Cena thing, they did video tributes, and Daniel Bryan, Big Show, and Chris Jericho all sent one in. And basically, the reports are Tony Khan was like, sure, because what's the situation? It's for John Cena? Sure, I, uh, why not? I actually don't have a problem with big shows. That's fine. But the only reason I have an issue with Daniel Bryan is because he's on their stupid reality show as Bryan Danielson. Right. He's on part of their property with that name. You can just use it. But then again, look at NXT guys have to come up and change their name. They're the same company. Jor- same Jordan, uh, Jordan Devlin. Walter. Yeah. Jor- Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin's is now J.D. Macklin or something. Like McConnell or something yeah. like that, yeah. Like, get out of here. Christ almighty, that company. Uh, 
for this for, uh, for this match, by the way, I liked it. It's just there was points in the match that you can see that they were off, like a little, like a little hiccup here, a little hiccup there. We got to figure out a lot of these people have never yeah, wrestled each other, exactly. And, and there's a language issue. And I usually I don't like to bring this up because. I mean, you're on national TV. You're good at some level. And Aaron mm-hmm. Solo is very underrated. QT Marshall's a perfectly competent, fine wrestler. And Yoshiashi's okay. But Goto was, le- I mean, a couple of levels above everybody else in this match. I was wondering why he was in this match. And he was he was putting it in half mode. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's like, eh, you know, whatever. Yep. I'm here. <laughs> whatever. Do you know if the voice of a generation watched the show? Do we have any idea? Yeah, he'd have to contact one of us and, you know, whatever. Yeah, call the hotline to find out. We don't still know. Still waiting on that road report. Still waiting. Um, next match, uh, another buy-in match was Lance, Lance Archer versus Nick Camarado. By the way, eight minute, uh, six minutes and ten seconds. Funny thing about that was the reports came out once they kept announcing buy-ins, ticket sales stopped. Like, ah, we're good. <laughs> oh, boy. The buy-in matches, you dope. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and get in the building, you idiots. Right. Jesus Christ. I hate wrestling fans, too. I fucking hate wrestling fans. You're not wrong. We often said the only thing bad about being a wrestling fan is being around other wrestling fans. You're like, oh, Jesus. And this was two stars. It was it was a squash, pretty much. Camarado's yeah. big, but he's nothing. And Archer is important in Japan, so. He's going to Japan, right? He's in the G1. He's in the G1, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next match was Swerve in our glory of Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland defeating uh, Des- Desperado and uh, Yoshinobu Con- Kanemaru. Kanemaru. This match was fun as fuck. 12 was, minutes and 5 seconds. Yeah, this was a good match. Uh, it was almost a Shane Strickland handicap match against yeah, checks out. Despy and Kanemaru. Yeah, that's but, uh, but you know, Keith Lee did some some things. Yeah, he um, was there, certainly. I really like Kanemaru and Despy. And Despy himself is really... The one cool thing is during the <laughs> pandemic, he really stepped up and became a big name in the junior division, where before they just had him eat pins. But it's one thing to get pushed up, but you have to deliver, and he delivered. So I like Despy. is always fun. I used to enjoy watching his junior stuff in Noah back in the mid-2000s. Um, I'm a big Strickland fan. Keith Lee's okay when motivated and healthy. Uh, I gave it three and a quarter. It's a fun match. Swerve is so good, man, and he is—he's so getting so over. Oh my god! Yep, I could see him in a in a G one next year. That'd he be a cool little addiction he to him. Be. And then after that, yo, Joe, listen, listen, yo, listen. As a uh, scissor me, daddy ass. As it's Matt, it's the uh, Max Caster and the Gun Club defeating uh, Yuya Yurimura. And New Japan of LA Dojo's uh, Alex Coughlin, the DKC, and Kevin Knight in 5 minutes and 35 seconds. And it really was just a handicap match for Caster and Billy <laughs> Daddy Ass to defeat them as the uh, giant Danhausen showed up on the screen. <laughs> he debuted a new song. The Billy Ass and the Ass Boys. <laughs> which I've been uh, listening to constantly. Can we figure out what the DKC stands for? No. Uh, yeah, I can do it right here. And then I was just like, what? And then apparently that made the ass boys run back to <laughs> anywhere Milwaukee? that wasn't the building. Milwaukee? They just left. Yes, they just left. <laughs> They're the ass boys. <laughs> Billy ass and the ass boys. God, they're, they're so over. Oh my god. Tokyo Dome. <laughs> and then Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. Of course, they guaranteed shout out to Green Bay. Now scissor me, daddy, daddy ass. ass. Uh, I don't. I can't. Mm, 
Hang on, let's see if I can find it. Uh, nope, nothing yet. Are you familiar with the, the other folks in this match? The LA Dojo people? Yes, I've watched him on Strong. Uh, well, Yuri Yurimura I've watched for a couple of years. First as a young boy in Japan and then his excursion. Uh, I haven't seen the DKC and Kevin Knight that much. Um, I have seen Alex Coghlan quite a bit, so he's good. Um, Kevin Knight, he shows a lot. He's very athletic, and I don't mean that in the degrading Jim Ross way. Uh, but he's Oh, he, before we go on. Shout out to the announce crew. Oh, specifically yes. one person. Yeah, specifically one person. The other two can whatever. But. Kevin Kelly was such Kevin a breath Kelly, of fresh air. Kevin Kelly, Taz, oh, and, uh, and uh, Excalibur. And Excalibur. Thank God for Kevin Kelly. Oh Jesus! Uh, he rained old sock puppet in for a little bit. Just Jesus, man. Not only that, but we didn't have to listen to Jim Ross. Who, You're not wrong. Except for the fact who proved later. <laughs> except for what he considered the big matches, then he came out for those. Uh, mm. After Tony Schiavone massaged his feet, leg, a leg, that's weird. <laughs> that was weird. Something tells me there's. That's um, <laughs> gross. This is this was a it was an okay match just because it was it was a squash match. Caster and Billy Gunn just destroyed Our, them. Uh, you guys would know more than me because you've watched them significantly more. Are the acclaimed in danger of being the New Age Outlaws, where they're just over for that and then not good in the ring? <sighs> the problem is when Bo- when Bowen is is healthy. They are good in the ring. Yeah. It, but they are in danger of maybe being overshadowed by their charisma. It's especially the, it's the fact that Bones yeah. has been hurt more than he has been in, uh, healthy in AEW. Yeah, he's had a lot of injuries. So it's just been That's cast. I worry about. Because yeah. he's the worker of the team. He was a five-tool. Like, WWE was looking at him and said he wasn't good enough. Well, you know, and then they think Ronda is good, though. So you know, come to think of it, that's their opinions are relevant. That's also Daniel Garcia, Wardlow, uh, Will Yuta, Rosa, Willer Yuta, MJF. There's a lot of guys on this roster they thought CM weren't Punk, good Daniel enough. Brian. Um, who couldn't get, but but fucking you know, Lash Legend is in NXT 2.0. So you know, Ronda's so, a main event player. Right? So let's uh, let's uh, start the uh, main card as we start off with a six man. Of uh, Minoru Suzuki and Joss of Jericho Society, Appreciation Society, members of Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara defeating Eddie Kingston, Shota Umun, Iman, Shota Umino, Umino, and Willa Utah in uh, a six-man tag, and the winner receives the advantage for the blood and guts this upcoming Wednesday. All right, which gave away the uh, the ending. Yeah. Yep. Nineteen minutes. Although I mean, Jericho match that there was never a doubt who was winning. Yeah. Regardless of the stipulation was. I was glad this shit got over first because I hate Jericho. This was fun though. This is the crowd was super into it. Crowd uh, super into Minoru Suzuki, super into Kingston, um, super into Shota, and they pushed him yeah. to the moon in this match. Umino is clearly working at least some sort of small program with Jericho, and is probably going to get a bit of a. Are you saying that because he's shorter than Jericho? <laughs> no. Uh, you know what they should do is I know he's on excursion and he works Ref Pro in, so he's in England. Be here a while. Um, have him work at AEW for a couple months excursion. Yeah. Like, you know, they obviously and he's he's pretty damn good. Like he's about ready to go back to Japan. I would say by Wrestle Kingdom he'll be back in Japan full time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him because that company is really good. <clears throat> they send you out for two to three years. You get bigger. You get experience. And then they bring you back with either a different character or the same person, but you get pushed. It's not like, oh, you're back, and now you're just at so the like, bottom again. If they don't send you on excursion, like they have no hope for you, basically? 
Either that or you're so good, and it, and it doesn't happen often. There's no reason. Yeah, but there's it doesn't happen often. Who didn't go on excursion? I'm trying to think. There's one from just a couple years Okada? ago. No, he went on excursion. He got mm-hmm. buried in TNA for two years. Well, as uh, Samoa Joe's uh, Green uh, Hornet. <laughs> yeah, uh, Okato. Okato. Okato with a fucking Bruce Lee uh, bubbler mask on. His, the yeah. Green Hornet uh, mask. And, and then the just stuck sofa? on Explosion. Uh, in fact, it's why him and the Young Bucks are such good friends is they'd hang out because they were just always ignored. And uh, him and. <laughs> Do you see the story about Okada at this show? No. He comes in late, and he his thing is he always steals Nick Jackson's gear and puts it on when Jackson isn't around because they're such good friends. <laughs> so I guess he gets to the arena, and the first thing he asks the person he sees is where's Nick Jackson's gear. And they showed him where the locker room was, and the Bucks were doing a pre tape. So he stole his gear and put it on. So the first time Nick saw him, he's wearing his gear for the night. God damn it. And there was a picture of him with like Nick going, what the hell? And Okada's doing the pose. <laughs> but anyway, no, this is good. I think Amino should stay here for a couple months, get that Jericho push. I mean, he's going to lose, but it's going to do good for him. Jericho's a piece of shit, but he knows what he's doing in the ring, so you'll learn things. Um, like The problem is he can't do a lot of it anymore. Yeah. Well, it's not That's just moves. It's the psychology. That's what I'm saying. Like, he knows how to do the stuff, and the psychology can teach them, but, like, if you have to, like, then use that to do moves to build it, he can't do it. So he's just standing there while you're doing shit around yeah. him, and but a good doesn't example, teach you much. A good example is Jay White himself. I mean, he was just a bland, white, young lion for years, but awesome matches, but no character at all. They sent him away for two years, bring him back as a switchblade. Boom, it's over. Mm-hmm. They, I remember that kingdom. They announced him. Yeah, an evil. 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 Poor evil. They they sent him on Excursion to America and just forgot him. Well, he's a Steiner. I mean, I mean, they yeah, you can't to, just bring him back. They sent him to Jersey uh, to live in one guy's basement, and the indie promotion there that he was supposed to work shut down before he showed up. And he was just stuck in that guy's basement for like nine months. Had to find his own bookings. Did he put the lotion on this kid? <laughs> Maybe. Finally, he got out to <laughs> Texas and shit and finally made a name for himself. But goddamn, they just forgot his ass. Uh, what did you give this match? I gave it three and a quarter. Okay. Oh, no, hold on. Oh, hang on. Three and three quarter. Oh. Jesus Christ. I really liked this. I really liked Umino. I thought he was strong as hell. I liked Suzuki and Kingston going at it. Um, Guevara, he was he's there. there. He's just he there now. Yeah, he was just there. They were making out with Ty. You could have put Daniel so Garcia cool. in and said, "Yeah, you could have. Yeah, you put it. It would have been better. Yeah, but, but they yeah. just put Sammy in because it's the heat. Sammy. Yep, the Heat. Uh, it was it was a fun match for, for the overall. And then a three way uh, winner takes all tag match for the ROH and IWGP uh, Tag Team Championships. FTR defeats. The United King Empire of Great O'Con and Jeff Cobb and Rapongi Vice of Rocky Romero and Trent Beretta in 16 minutes and 25 seconds. It was dicey here. We had some, some injury issues in this match. A little dicey. I heard it was storyline. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, he said it was storyline related to milk the crowd and get it amped up. Well, milk us, so we're good. Yeah, um, well, they really need it. I mean, they popped like a motherfucker when they came out. Holy oh, yeah. shit! Over as hell. I, uh, <clears throat> I would say, the the uh, one thing that AEW is still gets us is the injury of Cash of Dax doing an elbow drop, and then he like grabs his elbow, and everyone's like, "Oh shit!" And they take him to the back. 
WWE can't do that these days, and everyone's going to go, you know why? He's legit hurt. They overblow it. They make too big of a production out of it. Mm-hmm. They'll get the amp- the fucking stretcher out there, and they won't keep the camera off them. So by the time you're like, you know it's fake. Okay, you know, it's like, okay, well. Because AEW, they panned, like, because Cash gets down, talks to him. Doctor comes over. Cash goes in. Then they pan to him walking out, and that's it. And then. I, I really loved it. I went three and three quarters again for this match. I loved it. FTR is so good. Yep, they are fantastic. Ugh. Um, Jeff Cobb is a good power guy. Um, Okan didn't really do a lot in this match. He didn't. He's kind of there. Yeah, he's kind of forgettable. Yeah, which is weird because he's the one with the charisma. And it's just, he's just kind of there in this match. Didn't do much. Rapungi Vice was good as always. They're just solid. It's the best way I could put them. They're just fucking solid. They're not going to have the match of the night unless it's with an FTR or something like that. But they're not going to shit the bed ever either. They're just there. It just, uh, it's just scary because I think we all probably have the same thought. That this is all building to a winner take all match with the Bucks. And wouldn't you know who's going to win the pony there? It better not. I don't think yeah, so. I, I think if they do do it, I think FTR is winning. I think FTR wins this I time around. You guys want FTR to win, but I well, think the do. young Bucks will for sure also want to win. And since they have the stroke around here, <laughs> and they do have Tony's ear, but I think I don't know. I just think. There comes a time where even that's at its limit. It's like, no. I hope so, because the crowd doesn't give a yeah. fuck about the well, listen we'll get to, to later. The, listen to the crowd. It's FTR's yeah, time. Yeah, they don't care. Yep. But we'll They're see. hot. They're the hot team. Uh, it was an enjoyable match. Uh, <clears throat> the injury kind of sidelined us for a bit until he comes out. and then. Uh, but once again, they you know they, they got us. So uh, fun match. Back-to-back fun matches. Both matches start with this is awesome. Uh, next match is a four-way for the uh, winner to become the first. Oh, hold on. I hate wrestling fans, by the way. I, I know you do. You've said yeah. it like well, four times already. Because I saw like shit on lines. It's pathetic the links they're going to to try to get FTRs over as they were in WWE. All these belts and shit. It's I think pathetic. They're, they're more over now. Uh, well, you know, those Vincels. Yep. Uh, <sighs> uh, next match was a four-way match for the uh, AEW All-Atlantic Championship. Pac. Defeats Clark Connors, who's filling in for Big Tom as Big Tom got hurt. Uh, did. Miro and Malachi Black in 15 minutes and five seconds. So last week, uh, database. Yeah. You said, uh, bet anything you could possibly ever earn in your life that Big Tom's winning that match. And apparently he did. Yeah. So what, what happened? <laughs> he did, but he, he injured his knee during the match. And they were like, well, you can no longer work. So Clark Connors, you, uh, you get the shot. And uh, good for Clark Connors, and a Northwest guy. Yep, 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 yep. Who, uh, to his credit, gave up everything to go to the LA Dojo. And when you go to the New Japan Dojo and you're already a wrestler, it's not like you go in just for finishing school. They break you down to first day again. You relearn every fucking thing about wrestling in their image. You, you do all the squats and the fucking push-ups and all the chores and everything. You don't do any of the crap that you used to do. You had signature spots you don't anymore. Um, so he did all of that to get a better chance, and it's fucking worked. I mean, he's on national television on a pay-per-view for a title against some really fucking talented wrestlers. I like we to were see in this room like, hey, fuck it, give it to Clark Connors, fuck Do it. it. Give it to Clark Connors. You know, the rule, you know the rule in uh, wrestling. When you fill in the, uh, when you have to replacement, the replacement like 98% of the time wins. But not this time. Uh, Corey, what did you give it? Uh, first of all, the right guy won. It's he's a day one he's guy a day who they always put a lot of faith in when he could be there. 
Um, I gave it three and three quarters again. I really like that match. Mr. Three and three quarters over here. It's a fucking strong pay-per-view so far, boys. Please. We'll talk to a strong pay-per-view later, sir. Um, How dare you. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to our next match as it's a six-man tag. Dudes with Attitude, Darby Allen, Sting, and uh, Shingo defeat Bullet Club members of El Fantasmo, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson as it was supposed to be an eight-man with Hikuleilu and Time Bomb. However, Time Bomb got a fever, so they didn't want to send him over. Well, he couldn't He couldn't get on the plane. Yeah. They wouldn't the, uh, there was a sign in the crowd that said, Get Well Soon. It had like 50 names listed <laughs> on the sign. It was so fantastic. So I, uh, I felt he was really bummed. He really wanted to be a part of this, too. Uh, so let's start out with the uh, icebreaker of this match. Uh, Sting's music hits. Sting's oh. music hits. Doesn't come out. Young Bucks come out. Lights go out. Sting's music hits. They point up. There might be Sting in the rafters. They cut back to the uh, Bucks, but there's a silhouette. Of, it looks like Batman, but you know it's Sting. And they turn around, and fucking Sting jumps off the one of the entrance entrances. What is their shit called? Because I like the they're just Titantron. What is their the video thing called? Face and heel. The face uh, pod. The face pod. Face face called that for now. Uh, but he jumps off it and lands on all of them. Thank uh, the good base. Thank God the Miz was involved. Sixty-three-year-old Sting, not giving a fuck, just doing um, shit. Darby has been a good and bad influence. I was gonna say both good and bad. <laughs> um, Sh- Shingo just there. He didn't get up. No, I, that would be demeaning. He he kicked ass in the match. It's just that he's didn't fit in with Sting and he Darby. wasn't the focal points. He didn't try. I mean, he, he was like, half in it like uh, yeah. with Goto. He um very. <laughs> I forgot his name. Oh, my God. Nakamura vibes. Yeah. Oh, very Shinsuke. I was like, what the fuck is that guy's name? <laughs> very, like... Like, I could do it, but I don't want to. Not to mention, this was... I mean, <coughs> I don't want to downplay it, but kind of like a comedy match. It was. It was, yeah. for sure. Like, a gr- I mean, a lot of fun. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I mean, the uh, the great super kick spot with Sting. No sells he, it. He rolled back and then stood back up, and the crowd fucking lost it. Clotheslines him, then falls down. Uh, <laughs> El Fantasmo's... I mean, you can't even question it was a low blow. Just a straight up. Straight up. In slow motion. <laughs> dick punch. Punch to the dick. And then held it. Yeah. Like he was Jordan. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I. And, and the then Sting returned the favor. And he, was like, prou- he was punching prou- him in the dick. He was proud of it, man. And, the, and the nipple <laughs> twisting. <laughs> the, the purple nurples. Sting no soul. Sting no soul purple nurples. And first of all, uh, pal veteran. Mm-hmm. El Fantasmo. We need more El Fantasmo on American TV. I, I El loved, Fantastic TV. I loved, I, I loved the, the <coughs> 30 seconds of just doing flips, just do the back scratch. Just do the back scratch. Yeah. <laughs> and then Matt does it, and it's just like, yeah. It was, uh, no, uh, yeah, that's Caprice Coleman was still on commentary. He was on commentary yeah, for, the, for the previous match. Yeah. He was still on commentary, and he was just like, would you just do the damn move already? <laughs> Watch it. He's he's been victim of that fucking move by Matt Jackson. Yep. Watching that, watching this pay per view, I would say I missed Kevin Kelly. Okay. Just that's why I love watching New Japan. He's the best commentator, and he has been for about seven or eight years. I mean, I said, I mean, if we had Kevin Kelly and Taz every week, oh my god, dude! It's that weird thing. Like he was celebrating the ROH. I don't know if Kelly's going to do. Can he do ROH? I mean, I'd be surprised because 
he just does overdub on New Japan. So it's you know. Well, he goes to Japan for live does for he? big events. Yeah, for the big events. Yeah. They send him like he was over there the entire month for the best of Super Juniors. He'll be over there for the entire month of the G One. I thought you said Super. I just thought he did overdubs uh, during the pandemic, especially. Yeah, but now for the major tours, they he flies over. Where's that? That's so. he was. Of all the things they they uh, <laughs> took advantage of in Ring of Honor, it's Kevin Kelly's the biggest one. Like. They flat out just stole him. I mean, he's like, so good, man. <laughs> yep. And um, he's so good. Him and Caprice. But I, th- I figured they might use Ian Riccoboni for Ring of Honor if, they, if he's available. He's also very, very yeah. good. Well, Kevin Kelly's his mentor, so. Any of them would be an upgrade <laughs> to the shit that we get weekly. Yeah, it's not bad. It's really bad. Uh, these. This was so much fun. Sting is this so is how much you use fun. a legend. Yeah, it's how you use an old guy. And, and he gets it. Yeah. It's not his shit he would ever do, but the, it's not he, for him. He, Sting does this every week. He walks out with Darby. Right, later. Yep. He makes his hello to the crowd, leaves. If he needs to do stuff like the, the orange. The orange, the, the, orange, the run-in, anything like that. He does that. It's like, all right. Like, they, they know how to use their legends, their managers, the old-timers. Well, they know how to use Sting. Did you... Did it's you a see Jake and uh, yeah, Jake. That's a different, that's a different, Jake's a different story. Jake goes rogue. Uh, how dare how dare he know so? You see or the, no, no show the uh, one of the first weeks Danhausen was there, and after the the show went off the air, they were in the ring. It was Darby and Sting and Danhausen and someone else. And Danhausen looks at Sting and goes, "Daddy." Uh, I have not, but I think he did it. He has it on his on his blog. So I will. Uh, I need to watch that. I wish I mean actually that's like the one thing missing from like Sting is like being on all the vlogs. Yeah. I would just love just like Danhausen in the rafters and he just walks through, he just comes across Sting, like reading or something. Yeah. In the film place, but in the rafters, like where he hangs out. Reading a book. Just reading Call, a book. Calls him Dan. Yeah. Hey Dan. Yeah. Hey Steve. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hello, Steve. All out of K Fabe. Yeah. Hello, Steve. Hello, Steve. <laughs> Yeah. This is Giant Danhausen. I'm going to score you. I pop for Giant yeah. Danhausen. That was giant funny. Danhausen. What did so, you, you give it, by the so way? So I went four. Oh, wow. Hell yeah. I yeah. fucking love this match. Hell yes. Yeah. I, the things, I love Sting, but the one I got, I want more of Phantasma. Yeah. Just give me Phantasma. No, it was it was fun. It was a fun match. It was the comedy act, but it was good. Uh, next match, the AEW Women's Championship. Uh, Thunder Rosa defeating Tony Storm in 10 minutes and 40 seconds. <sighs> Kinda not good, Bob. As I'm gonna say, it. not good. It was, eh. I would say it was okay. Wrong person won, but wrong, the wrong boy died. Yeah, yeah, the so, wrong person di- uh, won here. I'm gonna go a step further. I know that this was on there because they're like, well, we have to have a women's match. Yeah. No, you don't. Nope, you don't. And this absolutely did not belong on this because there was no New Japan versus AEW. It was just two AEW women because they don't have. <clears throat> Women's wrestling in New Japan, nor should they, people. You don't need it. No, nope. here's guys. the thing. Everybody thinks they're being misogynistic, but in Japan, they have their own full-time women's companies. Yeah. That are treated seriously yeah, and with respect. You don't need to put... And then even then, on Wrestle Kingdom the last few years, they've put a stardom match on there. But it's like, you don't need them on New Japan. They have their own fucking... They have their own fucking streaming. Like, it's theirs. Kyrie Sane is there right now. Like, it's... It's its own. Quit acting like it's it's actually worse for us. We don't have any full time because I mean shine outside of women wrestling. And that's <laughs> struggling. Close, yeah. Shine and Shimmer are. I'm not even sure if they're still running. Yeah, that he was during the pandemic. Prezak was real close to shutting shop because he couldn't afford it. So like, I know uh, Maria Canellas just started a women's uh, 
company. So, I mean, more power to it. I hope it works. But it, this didn't need to be up. This didn't need to be on here. It was okay. Tony Storm has looked really good since getting there. Again, I'm underwhelmed by Thunder Rosa, which is weird. Weird, right? Considering all the way up until getting the title, she was awesome. And now it's just like, eh, okay. She definitely sandbagged Marie Shafir. She definitely sandbagged her. No doubt. Uh, I gave it three and a quarter. It was, I mean, it wasn't a terrible match. I didn't think so anyway, but it was just there. I thought it was bad. And then, I thought she looked terrible. She like, and she had like boo boo face when she came out. So like, I she thought won. she was winning anyways. Maybe she didn't want to work her. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe she's just. Maybe I don't she know. maybe she doesn't like the fact that there are arguably better workers coming in, like Tony Storm and a Ruby Soho, and blah 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 from WWE. That because I mean one thing that was she was like the cat's meow for a while because she yep. came in from NWA when they needed help badly. And she was light years above everybody. Now yeah. that's not the case anymore. And now it's like, okay, they're as good as her. I don't know. I don't. I can't get in her mind, but it was okay. It was what it was. Joe doesn't give opinions anymore on the show. He just, I read, no, I, nope. I, no, I, I. He hates women mostly. I, uh, wow. Don't get me started. Um, he does not agree with what you said at the beginning of the show. No, I do. Um, I I was shocked that Tony didn't uh, win. I th- like you said, Thunder came out boo boo face, and we're like, oh, she's losing. Here we go. And I'll say flat out that I think it's a mistake that Tony didn't win. It's a mistake, and unfortunately, like with how popular Thunder Rosa is, there's only a select few people who can beat her. And if that just is Britt Baker again, then, then it's just Charlotte all over again. And fucking yeah. Christ, like I love Britt Baker. She's fucking fantastic, but for the love of fuck, can she not win again? We don't need that. Right oh, now, what they've done—I'll say this: what they've done Chelsea with Tony, anybody. what they've done with Tony and Ruby Soho. <laughs> hey, you're the new darling. Come on in, yeah, and they, just lose. they lose. Like, look at—I know you don't care, Athena. They're going her at. She's going after Jade instead of the main title. And I hope this one. I hope Jade wins. I don't see an Athena. I don't else Not does. anymore. She's, I, I didn't even see it. I never did. Moon. I know. You I thought don't, she was so. okay. But that's it. Yeah, At best, I think she's okay. She's in my Finn Balor, my pack. She's in with all of that. I just like, she's okay, just whatever. There. That's how I feel about yeah. her. Nah. Nothing special about her at all. Yeah. Speaking of special, let's go to our next match. As me and Corey last week said, this could still the show, and it maybe have, maybe, who knows, because of the match after we're, we're discussing. We'll see. As it was for the singles match, the IWGP United States Championship, Heavyweight Championship, as Will Ospreay defeats Orange Cassidy in 16 minutes and 45 seconds. Like 16 minutes? Yep. I'll tell you like It felt longer. It did, like, not in a bad way. Yeah. Like, I thought it went forever. I'll tell you what. At least in my opinion, this was the match of the night. I think so. And it did steal the show, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, this was what I thought it'd be. I thought Will, because Will has matured as a worker, and he's not just go, 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 flippy, flippy, flippy anymore. So I knew that he would slow down and do the orange steel, spiel, and then that they would heat up into a frenetic ending. Which is exactly what happened, and they did it perfectly. I think um, Will Ospreay is in my top five wrestlers of the of the world. 
and has been for a couple of Osprey, years. Osprey, Miz. <laughs> Miz. You forgot almost. Uh, Titan. Almost. Titan. Almost. Almost. Uh, and Enzo. And, and, of yeah. course, Enzo. Yeah. Bum-ass Corbin. But, of course. <laughs> so. And uh, Mad Cow Disease. What's his name? Yeah, Mad Cow. Mad Cap. <laughs> uh, but, no, this was great. Orange was fantastic. Or, uh, as always, uh, Osprey was really good with his... Uh, it's like there's a sniper aiming at With his shit. Yeah. Um, it was enjoyable. It was fun as hell. Um, but it was. Cr- Go on. I you- want your opinion. Yes. Since you've seen more than Joe, uh, Joe, Mike has. Yeah. I told you, much like Drew McIntyre, this is going to be just a. Say it, Joe. Yeah, just say it. There's a button on the back. All right. I'm pressing it. Three times. Go on. <laughs> this is a much different Will Ospreay than your. Mm-hmm. That you saw a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's different. He, uh, no, thank you. There's no, <laughs> I'm getting to it. It is different. It's the fact that when you in blackface, it was weird. But. When we, yeah, not good, bad joke. Uh, when we, uh, when I first watched him, he's doing the flippy dippy shit. Like, the, this isn't WrestleMania 6. The uh, flippy dippy stuff of, you know, well, ricochet. The, the ricochet. Ricochet. I, ricochet. I was gonna bring that, I was gonna bring it up because yeah. for me, that's what for, I saw. I was for like, the first time yeah. seeing him was Osprey versus Ricochet. Ricochet, I would say this at this moment, right now, he's still in that mo uh, because they haven't done anything with him. Yeah, he hasn't trans. He hasn't transformed any. He's still just a lot of flippy stuff because he can. I mean, he's an okay worker. But with, with watching Osprey this time, it's that he can still do the flippy stuff, but he slows it down more. He does more power moves. He can do, you know, he's the the, uh, you know, the uh, utility uh, tool that can mm-hmm. do. If you want him to do a submission match, he can do a submission match. High fly, high fly. Power, power. Nick Wayne reminds me of a young Will Ospreay. Yep. Although I will say Will Ospreay was better at the flippy stuff than Nick Wayne is. But he still reminds because I first started watching Ospreay at 16, 17. And it was just flippy, flippy, flippy. But Nick Wayne probably has a better ha- uh, handle on the, the basics. Probably because of the dad. Yes. And the, yeah. Um, but well, Ospreay's gotten I, so much aw- better. It was awesome. What did you give this? I gave this four and a half. I was going to say, I feel like uh, it was Tokyo. No, I. Ha ha. Yes, okay, I get it. Ha <laughs> ha. North American wrestling fan, I get it. Yep. Uh, next match. It's not uh, wrong, though. Hey, we're supposed it's to be. not uh, right either. That's the problem. That's wrong. It's supposed to be Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr., but it's the, uh, debuting Claudio Castiglione. Which was. Perfect. It had to be Predicted, him. but perfect. It, it had to be him. Crowd wanted Formerly it. Cesaro. Uh, this went 18-30. And I'll be honest, Corey, this was my match of the night. I can't fault you for it. Like, this was fantastic. The Osprey match that I told you Osprey and Orange was going to steal the show, and yeah. it did. I'm yeah. with you the four and a half. But watching this match, I was like, Yep, I'm all in for this one. Do, like, they think, do you think they could have switched the photos and it still would have worked? Like if it had been Orange versus Zack Sabre and Claudio versus Will Ospreay, would it have worked? Not as well. I think Zack Sabre, he can do ha-ha, but, but I think Osprey was a better base for the shtick of Orange Cassidy, if that makes sense. Fair enough. Um, I gave this four and a quarter, so it's not like, yeah, I'm just right there. Like It's just a, the tiniest bit below the other match for me, uh, but I loved it. And I think, I know you're down on it. But I think this is going to be a smart move that Tony Khan can't fuck up. Of all of the WWE guys that he has signed, Claudio Castagnoli is the most 
I'm trying to find the right word. Fine tooled. Fine. No, he's the guy that that crowd, the smart crowd that loves AEW, wants to succeed the most. Well, I said it. He's a top tier mid level talent, which is what they need. Yeah, but I think he's gonna be more than that there because they the well, crowd, they need him to be right now. Yeah, and they need him. They to be. have fucking nobody right now. Uh, but did you hear the story behind the signing? I did watch the presser. Yeah, so unbeknownst to anybody, Tony had signed him like three weeks ago yeah. to debut at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view next month. And then when Brian Danielson got hurt, he was Everything like... Everything fell out. Right? He's like, look, you know who I think you should sign and bring in? It's Claudio. And Tony's like, well, actually. Funny enough. Funny, <laughs> funny enough. enough. I hired him three weeks ago. So just plug him in. Um, it's It was the perfect debut. No, but he's the guy. He's the perfect encapsulation of... The guys WWE wasted. Yeah. Yep. To end that smart crowd that they have. That crowd wanted him for years. Want him? Yeah. Wanted so, him so bad. Like push him to the moon. And now. he fits that group the way that the other two like Wheeler Yuta doesn't. Yeah. He fits perfectly with that group. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would still transition Wheeler Yuta somewhere else. He fits beautifully with that group. I think. Well, I think. And the Bregan Kingston. What's weird is I think that Yuta's a better fit for that group than Moxley. Well, Moxley can go somewhere. But do something. you know, it's all Moxley's idea, so he can go anywhere. But so, like, <laughs> before we fair. move on with this, match, <laughs> before this move, uh, you brought something up. Talent WWE has wasted, yeah, oh, and now is in. That's uh, another podcast, sir. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, but but I I just want to discuss the people that are on the show. Yeah, yeah. You, you had Pac, you had Miro, mm-hmm. you they had Pac. They did. They did. They you don't yes. you don't like him, but he but like he no. could have done well, but he's so not, much he's more. He's still at the same level they essentially got him to. because this they stuck him there. They stuck that, him there, right? But he still hasn't progressed past this brand new IC title they gave him. They, what is the difference? They stuck him there. Plus, for this, he's stuck in the same period because of right? COVID, uh, not being able to come over. He's been hurt. Yeah, no, he before COVID, he was progressing highly up the card. It's just he had to stay in New England for the better part of two years. Come over every once in a great while, then go back for six months. I don't know if I agree with the Pac one, but uh, but I'm not even talking about now. In WWE, they squandered him. He was white hot over out, coming out of NXT. He the first couple months on the main roster was super over, and they put a cape on him and made him pretend to be uh, Mighty so, Mouse. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. he wore a fucking purple yeah, cape. He wore a purple cape and was Mighty Mouse. And then he so. broke his leg because he did a baseball slide and it went the other way. Uh, so you have Pac, you have Miro, you have FTR. Yep. You have Claudio. Mm-hmm. And some people, Moxley. I can't say he was Man. underused. No. Not okay. he was More so like, uh, daddy ass. No, uh, no he but was, other than that, other he was the, given every fucking chance in the world. Other, you know what's weird other is, than those two. For most of his run, you could say Brian Danielson. Yeah, they used yeah. him a little bit. No, they they went out of their way to try to bury him the majority of his contract. So yeah, I, would, but, I would count but him. I'm, but I'm just talking in this pay per view alone. Yeah, FTR, mean, Miro, Pac, and Claudio. Those four, they just if you want to go they even, laid lasers right there. If you want to go even I mean, deeper, Keith Lee. Keith Lee, Swerve, 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 and I'll give you one. Everybody forgets him. Trent. Trent was in WWE. He was over in NXT, and they did nothing. Dude Busters. He was yeah. He was like not the Dude Busters. He was, was the Zack Ryder to the Zack Riders. Yeah. What were they? Not the Dude Busters. They did the Dude Busters. Was it? Yep. Oh, I'm thinking. Okay. Um, overall, no. I enjoyed this match a lot. I love the, the fucking the strength of Claudio. Fucking uh, ZSJ puts an armbar on him on the out. They go to the outside. He keeps the armbar. Picks up uh, ZSJ, 
then carries him into up the, the, up the stairs and then yeets him into the ring. I'm begging them capitalize on how hot Claudio is. Claudio, Claudio wins blood and guts. <laughs> Claudio wins blood and guts. They have the match with Kingston just to get out of the way. Yeah. And then put a belt on him. That's where it gets tough. You got Moxie. Because Wardlow's going to get that TNT title. Yep. And Pac just, won the, Pac just won the All-Atlantic. Well, it's because Scorpio Sky's injured and they can't have the match. Surprise! <laughs> but how injured is he? Could you like just have him squash him and then just take it? I don't know the answer to that. Because like, it's a squash either way, so like yeah. he doesn't need to do much. He's not going to beat Moxley for the title. He's probably still going to show up in Ring of Honor, I guess. Uh, at least for the paper. Who's the Ring of Honor champion? Uh, Gresham. Gresham. Oh, Gresham. Oh, Gresham and Claudio. Me. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. Because Gresham just did uh, Dark. Yep. Can you imagine that match? He's on, he's on Dark. Oh, well, I mean, there is an ROH pay-per-view next month. Yeah. He's on Dark God Elevation. God forbid we might get Gresham yeah. versus Claudio. Or is it Rampage? That's Elevation. Rampage is Friday, buddy. No, 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 no. He was. He did Gre- an interview no. on Rampage, but he wrestles on Dark. Okay, no, because he's doing a tag. Is that going to be on? Because it's going to be Gresham and Lee Moriarty versus... Um, uh, lethal. And I think that's on dark because I remember them ad. ad I don't remember them advertising it for Rampage. I just want that Gresham Claudio main event. The Ring of Honor show look next at month. It, well, look at it this way. Uh, Jesus, they're already booking. They're also going through Jay Lethal, Joe and Joe for the TV title. Yep. And then you have FTR versus somebody. FTR versus somebody. So already, I'm, I'm intrigued. It's a sick so, card. Yeah, sick card. Maybe the Briscoes. Where's it at? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, I'll have to look it up. What is it? The Death Before Show. Dishonor. I got it. Is that an ECW title? Or was it always Ring of Honor? It's always title? Ring of Honor. It was? Yeah. Well, They're oh, really good at putting honor in ECW's titles. ECW's Death. Uh, uh, they had Death something. What the fuck was it? It is going to. I always flip them. That's why I always thought. Lowell, Massachusetts for Death. Oh, it's going to be in that awesome dishonor. building where Thursday Raw Thursday was. Oh, okay. okay Sean okay. and the Smile. Yeah. It's going to be in that building. June 27th. July. No, July, July, sorry, July, Saturday, July, yesterday. Sorry, July, <laughs> Damn it. he announced he it. it, he announced it, uh, July 23rd. Uh, I like the new Ring of Honor logo, too. I haven't, haven't seen, seen it. it. It's on the promo, it's on the uh, poster. Oh, it looks simple. It's the classic red and black one from the mid, to, or from like 2006 oh, that, through. that looks cool, that looks simple. straight instead of curved. Yeah. Oh. It's simple to me. Nice. Yeah. So take it. Hell yeah. Uh, but uh, next match is a four-way for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Jay White defeats Hangman and Page. Okada and Adam Cole in 21 minutes. Uh, with a... With an abbreviated finish. <laughs> yeah. It was the finish that was going to happen, but... There was a few more things going to happen yeah, before that pin happened. Right guy be the guy he was going to beat, but yeah. not the way it was supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah, Adam Cole got his concussion. Boom. This Surprise. fucking car, dude. Oh, my God. And I think it was off the drop kick by Okada. I, th- I know. It has been. It's a, it's the, it was the pile driver. Was it? Because it's the Owen pile driver, and I was like, ooh, Cole looks. When Cole landed, I was like, ooh, that went. That looked a little Ultra low. low. Yeah. We're still doing that move, by the way. Like, uh, you know. We should probably stop doing that. <laughs> First of all, every guy over. There, every guy was over, and then Okada came out. And that was a different level of over. I do wonder, I'm not saying he wouldn't be, 
But I do wonder if he just showed up at, like, a Dynamite in, like, Des Moines, right? Where it wasn't, like, an obvious super show. Because, like, this crowd knows Okada, wants Okada. You know what I mean? Well, I am curious how he plays to the American audience. When he came out, seen him. When he came out unannounced on in Milwaukee the Wednesday before, he got a monster pop. I, he got a monster pop then. I mean, this crowd would know. I mean, it's the right crowd, for yeah, sure. Like, if he shows up at... Royal Rumble, and people are gonna be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" I'll say this: yeah, it's a different, it's Claudio a different. got a huge pop. Like, a, like, I'll be honest: a Monday Night Raw, Rock or Austin pop, well, like explosion, right? Uh, but when Okada came out, that was like Austin returning to help. It was uh, huge. Yeah, well, Claudio got the uh, "We're happy to see you" pop. Okada got the uh, "Well, shit, just got real" pop. Uh, kind of. I, I look at it as Okada got the "You're the reason we paid money" pop. You're the reason we're here. Yeah. Let's watch this. Yep. Uh, which, I mean, that's badass shit right there. Does it seem like a waste to have these four in a four man, ta- like a four yes. man match? It yeah, really absolutely. does. Like, yep. It should have been absolutely. two great fucking matches. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. But I think, <laughs> I think politics got in the way. You know how you get two big companies, and more importantly, one who notoriously is difficult to do business with, Escoring of Honor, and uh, <laughs> how, how that went. And I think they well, we were like, AW, <laughs> yeah. And they're like, look, uh, we're not doing the job, and this person's not going to get pinned. And you're just like, oh, okay, I guess fucking Cole's taking another pin. Um, because you got to keep Paige strong. Because not only do, not only see your former world champ, but worst kept secret inside wrestling markets is the New Japan brass love Hangman Page. Yeah. They wanted to build him up before he left, and now that he's become an even bigger star, it's like, oh, don't pin him. No, 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 no. You keep and it you're there. Not, you know. Everybody thought Tanahashi was nuts six years ago. Yeah. When they asked Tanahashi in a press conference, who's the one young piece of talent you think has the brightest future? And it was Hangman Page, who at the time was the third guy in the six-man tag in the second match in the Bullet Club shit. Mm. And he's like, Hangman Page. <laughs> not even close. I'd love to work with that guy. And everybody thought he was fucking nuts. But he knew it. Why it's Tanahashi and you're not. Yep. <laughs> what, what what broke you? Uh, NXT 2.0. God damn it. Uh, Tony Two Dimes, the guy that yeah. got released. Uh, you know how they got rid of him? He, they killed him. He's they a pushed him off a bridge. God damn it. So hold, he, no, hold on. He's a mob character. Hold on. I love that, actually. <laughs> so this fucking company uh. can do that shit. Fast and Furious can't kill fucking Paul Walker <laughs> nope. in a car wreck. God forbid hey, he Wal- die in storyline. Hey, Paul Walker is no two dimes. Yeah, he got pushed because okay. he was making moves That's on his chains. Hilarious. <laughs> they pu- I was like, yeah. Who Did- played him on the bridge? That's I what don't I want to know. know. Probably Stone Cold. I don't Ricochet. know. Ricochet. Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah. Go damn, I'll do it. I'll I'll do it. What? Uh, what did you give this match, Corey, by the way? I gave this match a flat four. Yep. I was like, it felt it, disappointing, right? Well, it, I, it was going to be more, but then the ending. Yeah, um, but it it got four because it was a it was like the Owen pile driver on Cole. Then he rolls the like corner, like holding his head, and then Switchblade comes and does his Switchblade like uh, crossroads. Then pulls uh, r- Cole out, pins him one, two, three. The ref just does the three. I never thought I'd agree with that. Uh, ref does <laughs> the three. Everybody got that tweet. Yeah. Uh, ref just does the three while Cole like legitimately puts his. Shoulder up, and it's like, no, they they and went home. They went home. Jay White not happy, and I'll take my win on that one. I said, I told everyone, Jay White's gonna be the guy. That motherfucker just in the oozes pr- in the the guy. The funny thing is, in the presser, 
I yeah. watched as I watched it. Yeah. Uh, he came out, had his belt, and he's like, where the fuck is the belt stand? And, like, legit, he was there for five minutes. He was heated about the fact that he had to physically himself put the belt on the belt stand. They got a belt stand in New Japan for the interviews. Um, and he was pissed. He plays, he stays in character. He he's like MJF. He did. And he's like, he's like this. God fucking damn it, you guys are useless. Yeah. And then he looks at Tony, he's like, you're doing great, man. You you got a lot to work with, but you have Sign hired checks, baby. you you have hired complete idiots. Um, and like the rest of the night, brother, sorry, but rest of the night, Tony it was like when someone brings a belt, and he's like, "We have that stand ready." At least uh, as because um, uh, Okada came in, and he left. He's like, "Well, you were more polite than the other guy from New Japan that was in here earlier." <laughs> So I know at some point Jay White's going to be the guy in Japan, right? Yeah. Does he have any aspirations of being the guy here? Not really. Not no. Moment. No. They they even asked him that. Like, what's yeah. your dream match? He's like, I don't fucking care. I don't pick dream matches. Yeah. I don't listen to you. I just go, okay, I'll go whenever I want. He's the only other guy in the business at that level, especially who stays in character like him. Jeff does. He's the switchblade. He's a dick. He's a power hungry narcissist. Twenty four seven when you see him made me more made me like him more when he was just so pissed over a fucking belt stand the and then fuck is the and then the man? belt stand fell and he was like what the fuck fucking do it myself and just like lost it he's uh they tried to get him when his contract was up early this year or late yeah. last year and because I think the American crowd would really draw like, draw to him I really oh, yeah. really do but yeah. like, what's funny is yeah it. He definitely feels like he's the next in line behind Okada. You know what I mean? Yeah. What the funny thing is, he's like twenty seven. Yeah. He's his character that that switch played the character the way it's he plays it is totally more meant for North America. Twenty nine. But it's Japan, and it took a while for them to fully accept it. But it would work so well here. I'm dogging. Yeah. Yeah, that's my dude, and a good match would have been more, but still four. Okay, and then the last match, the main event for the interim AEW World Championship, John Moxley defeats Tanahashi in 18 minutes and 20 seconds. I don't know what the plan is, but I'm just going to go out and say they made the wrong choice. Yep. And I don't hate Moxley. In fact, I'm, I'm glad he's doing well and he took care of his shit. And it was, he's, a, it was a Moxley match, though. I just, yeah. You know, uh, the crowd, ball. without turning on Moxley, though, I did like that the crowd halfway through just turned and wanted everybody wanted Tanahashi. Tanahashi to win. Yeah. He, uh... It was an okay match. Uh, it it was a Moxley match with a not as quick anymore. Tanahashi. Well, yeah, I mean he's forty five. Yeah, now. he's the same age as Styles and Cena. He's, he's slowed down. He's lost yeah. a couple of steps. How do you put it? He's lost his fastball, but he still has command of everything else, and yeah. he just plays a different type of uh, and, match. But I I enjoyed I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed the Fatal Four Way as well uh, until that ending. Uh, but, but then uh, you know probably should have won because. Came out. By the way, uh, we uh, forgot one thing to mention um, before you do your start. Um, in the Osprey match, who came out after? Who came out? Oh, Jair. No. Who? Shibata. Oh, that's what I forgot about Shibata. Shibata came oh, out. Oh, which the crowd also popped. Look, I know Jay, when Cornad does his review, nobody knows who any of these guys. Everybody in that arena knew who yeah, he that was. crowd knew. See, and that's all that matters. The only thing I differ with Cornette on about all of his critiques, they're not trying to reach new yeah. people. So they've quit said it. Holding on to that point. They've said it since day one. They're not trying to get new people. 
So quit holding. If they lock into them, great. They're not going to turn them away, but like they don't care if they show up. You're wasting your time, and you look out of out of out of depth when that's that's your main focus because they're not trying to reach on. They they said it since day one that they're out to just have their fans, and if you want to ride along, ride along. I don't watch Japanese wrestling, so I don't know who most of these people are. That building was the exact opposite of me. They knew who every motherfucker was in that building and were like fucking that, excited that, to see them. That pay-per-view, uh, Forbidden Door, is for AEW and New Japan fans. If you follow them, you know who they are. If you if you just want to see, go ahead. And there's a lot of people, a lot more than they think, that are knowledgeable about both. Hmm. Uh, um, what did you I get? Four stars. Four? It was a good match. It, it just... It, it, I don't want to say devolved, but it devolved into a Moxley match, and I um he bladed over a sling blade. I checked out. He's I, yeah, I I scratched my head at that one. I just don't get it. I um was he already concussed? <laughs> That's this obviously isn't going to be the flash show they do together unless something sours badly with the relationship. In fact, the president of New Japan is already saying that he wants Forbidden Door two in Japan. Which we talked about. We have talked about that, about how how that would work on the state side. Because I discussed this with the producer. Because Tony Khan said that he was hoping this would get around like 800 buys, 800,000 buys. But it's around one point. Uh, no, so he wanted 80,000 buys. They got 100,000. Yeah. They got 100,000. Yeah. So, again, I got like 1.1 in. Which is good. That's a good, that's a good million buy rate. in revenue. 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 So, so. He, that's a win. So, I was discussing with the producer about that of like. Okay, if it goes to Forbidden Door Two, goes to Japan. They got to find a time and day. It's just a Saturday pay per view. But I, yeah, but it's more the fact of for timing because for us it's midnight. You know what I would do? I would simply. I just think it's going to be midnight. I mean, the Japanese guys had to do ours at fucking seven yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Just it's what it is. Have it be night two of Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom night two, Forbidden Door. Yep. Night one could be all the stuff you've built all year for in Japan. Night two is the AEW stars come in and take on New Japan stars. And then Cork and Hall can host Dynamite and Rampage taped. And then it's the best of both worlds while they fly back to America. You've got unique <laughs> things there for everybody. It's a win-win. What I would hope for, as well as the point I was going to make, uh, I really want more just one-on-one matches, though. Mm-hmm. Too many multi-man matches. Like the the four way we talked about, like that should have been two fantastic fucking individual matches. The only that's what the, I would want. The only single matches were four out of the thirteen. <coughs> well, besides the buy in, but the main card four. The main event, the women's Claudio and Osprey. I think it's going to be hard to not do this type of because there's so much politics. It's this guy can't get a pin. Can't get pinned because we're pushing him to the moon, but your guy can't get pinned because he's your champion. Uh, and it's like, well, but then you can't do the match, but that's the match everybody it, wants to see. It's that way they have to do it, or they it's that weird. It's the way of it's too much of they have to do two nights of Forbidden Door if they want the single match. Well, I just that's too weird. One night, just get in the fucking room and figure it out. Hear yeah. me out. You just have a competitive fucking match, and some guy eats out a win. Yeah, it's, then, a, it's an athletic contest. And it is guess what? what it is. And guess what? If that guy pins Okada, you've got a built-in reason to have a guy fly to fucking Japan I just, for Dontaku and a huge match with Okada where Okada gets his win back, right? Sometimes the best thing about a story is you lose the match. Yep. I don't, I don't know what to tell you, folks. Mm-hmm. That's the funny thing is if you put the boys in the room, they there's no issue. <laughs> there's no issue. It'd be done in five minutes. Okay, here we go. But put the bookers in the room. 
<laughs> uh, it was a fun show, though. It was a fun show. Do you have a final verdict, or you just kind of... Uh, what was the lowest you had? Like a three and a quarter? Yeah, three and a quarter was the and lowest I had. Not the Jericho lunch, I, I mean, the buy-in may no, have had two and, and a half. Quarter. That was three and three. Yeah, the buy-in had... But, but the, I mean, we're talking main show. Three yeah. and a quarter with the women's title match was the lowest I went. Uh, it's a fun... I'm the one... We didn't really talk about it a lot in this room, but I heard a lot of chatter online and in other podcasts. Everybody was so down on this show. No, it's because fun. of the matches. And I, I thought the whole time this is going to work and it's going to be awesome. Listen, I had no problem with the fucking matches. For me, I had no problem with any of the matches. I enjoyed the fucking show because listen, this show went. Listen, this show uh, went four to five hours. We flew by, and I did not was not exhausted. While we, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, we've done a double. We've like, done a. Oh my god, dude! Can we wrap this shit up? We've done. Some WWE shows, uh, uh, the AEW show that was outside. All Out All 2020. Out, All Out 2020. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> but the, to me, this and the last pay-per-view, for, for me. Yeah, I didn't think Double or Nothing went that oh, long. I thought it I, for it, for that me, those for me. two were fine. To me, this is the show of the year. It's not even close so far. Name a show that's within. WrestleMania. <laughs> There it is. No. Night two, by the way, too, right? Maybe maybe if you knocked WrestleMania down to one night and trimmed the fat, then Could we have, have, really a, then we have yeah. a conversation. But no. It was fun, fun night. Uh, let's see where it moves forward. Um, we have blood and guts before we move on. Before you move on. So we already heard the matches of the night. Worst match, I'm assuming we all think, is the women's match. On the main card, on the yeah. main card, yeah. yes, but that's still not terrible. It's, it's, it's that NXT thing of it wasn't bad; it was just the so look. Who yeah. is your MVP? That's a good question. I thought so. My wallet fell out of my pocket here. Uh, for me, <laughs> real time we talk here. Uh, Bring them behind the curtain. They're our fans. Even you though, even though Claudio, yeah, was it Claudio for you? He got the ovation <laughs> that they were hoping for and that he deserved. The match was was stellar, and he got to come out after the main event to his music and be the final guy who clears the ring. Makes the beat down. Yeah, so uh, to me it's Claudio. I gotta go with Claudio. I think it's fair. Who's your mother? Modib. I think it was Thunder, according to everybody. Uh, To me it's Thunder. Probably Um, Thunder. She underperformed. She didn't sandbag like she did with Shafir. Sorry, Cornette. She fucking sandbagged Shafir. Um, There's something off with her. Is she hurt, maybe? There's something off with her. Yeah, but there's one thing that I forgot about. When she came in, because there was a whole bunch of positive press, and she was a, bre- she has a history of, of attitude. Thank you for that. Speaking of history, Claudio and Eddie Kingston have a oh, little history. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this I don't understand. I don't understand what's happening here. They don't like each other. I don't even know the full story, uh, and Eddie won't go into. According, it, into- I, the thing I saw was they had a storyline in Chikara, and then Claudio left before the blowout, the final. But it's a little more than that. It's so much yeah. so that Kingston won't go into it. Kingston won't, but he'll spit at him. <laughs> yep, he'll just say, fuck you, and I can't stand that motherfucker. I can't wait for Blood and Guts. Uh, oh, it's going to be fun. I just, I, I know people love Kingston. That's fine. Kingston's fine, whatever. I don't know that I would just start shooting on Claudio, because Claudio will beat the living breaks off of you, dude. Might not be the best idea. I don't know, I don't know what to tell you, Kingston. You might be tough, but uh, he'll just knock your ass to fucking conscious. Uh, like. years, years ago, <laughs> someone asked Regal, who's the one wrestler in the world that <clears throat> would have uh, thrived in the old... British in the Wigan training camps, and mm-hmm. he's like Claudio Cesaro. He would have dominated. It would have been like, wouldn't have even been close. He'd have killed everybody. WWE's mm. money in the bank, formerly going to be in the uh, Oak, the Las Vegas Raiders uh, football stadium, but it got moved because you nobody know nobody cares. Nobody cares. 
So, let's mark out Nosa here, guys. Okay. Okay. We'll try. Uh, for the Raw Women's Championship, it's going to be Bianca Belair defending her title against Carmella. No. That's a, that's a, that's a big... Carmella? No. Yeah, Carmella. You know, that's the one no. they've done nothing with for the past four months, and then all of a sudden she comes back and beats all five. Is that because Rhea need herself in the face? Yep. Yeah. Poor Rhea. That's a no. God damn it. Okay, so no? No. Okay. How about you, Joe? No. Okay. Uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Ronda Rousey defends her title against Natalia. Oh, that's a hell no. I don't know that I could come up with a combination I want to see less. Charlotte? Than those two. Would you rather watch Charlotte and Ronda? I would, actually, or? yes. Okay. Then Ronda and Natalia together? Yes. Yes, yes. yes I would. Okay. That's uh, terrible. Oh, my God. That's a three no here. Uh, for the U.S. title, it's going to be Theory versus Bobby Lashley. No, only because I know it's going to be some sort of bullshit where he fucks Lashley over because they got to build him up for Cena at SummerSlam, theory, that is. And then what you should definitely do is uh, have Lashley lose. That's definitely the way to build. Jesus Christ. No. So no. no. Okay. God okay. Almighty. So we're, we're, we're on a hot streak here. Um, for the tag titles, the undisputed tag titles, the Usos versus the Street Profits. No. Uh, can we get some other tag teams in the world? I know AEW has like eighty-two of them under contract, so but you could you could find a couple of new ones, can't you? You, you can put two fuckers together from catering. Yeah, and just you make can a tag sign team. two yourself, right? And I mean, does it have to be the same team as Ron? Uh, the I only mean, the Briscoes aren't on TV yet. Sign since, them. Since I'm a diehard uh, WWE mark, I can tell you the tag teams they have: the Usos, Street Profits. There it is. Uh, I thought it was done. No, <laughs> I, I was going to joke. Uh, you have your Alphas, the Alpha Academy. <laughs> You're going to break up the Mysterio soon, so no on that. Um, so you're, yeah. You uh, sent Apollo down to NXT, so it's him and uh, Commander's no longer a thing. Um, that's all I got for you. This is a terrible about New Day. Yes, oh, it yeah. is. I mean, I'm New glad Day. they're not in the match, but I mean. Who? New, New Day. Day. Who? Stop it. That's, that's a terrible division, and they have two sets of belts. Uh, holy hell. Yeah, probably should combine those at some point real so, quick. Well, the, one team has both pair. The money, let's talk, Mark out Noso, the money in the bank ladder matches, the women's, uh, for the women's contract. Uh, Lacey Evans, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Asuka, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch. Mm, that's honestly not the worst. It's not the worst collection lineup. I've ever heard. Thank God, like the Italian shit's not in it. Yeah, like uh, I'll mark out a little for that one. I who wins that match? I'd mark out more if I didn't think it was down to just Becky or Oscar because probably, they don't seem to probably Oscar. They never want to give anyone else a chance ever. It so. should be Liv. It should be Liv. She, she, I agree. she is, she's on that push right now. Of the fans want her. But WWE ain't wanting, you know. Um, there she is. Is there any chance that Charlotte interferes and wins? Probably. Oh, probably. Should do the Brock. Yeah. I'll tiny mark out for that. Okay. I'll tiny, t- except for if Charlotte shows up. Oh, and then you I, go, then you send, I reserve the right to say no. Nope. Then I rescind my mark out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I agree. I'm with you guys. Uh, for the men's. Well, that changed my mind. Okay. For the men's ladder match for the uh, contract for the championship, Seth Franklin Wallens. <laughs> Versus Drew McIntyre versus mm-hmm. Sheamus mm-hmm. versus Omos versus Sami Zayn versus Riddle versus to be determined. 
Remember when they said that uh, this was going to matter and they were going to put nothing but main event talent in it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's fucking over. So, no to that. Unfortunately, this is their main event talent. Christ, that's terrible. I who, know. Who, who, do you think, who do you think's the... Uh, oh, Rollins. It was supposed to be Cody, for sure. No, no, right? who's but, the TB... TB? Oh, that? Uh, Cody. John, John Cena. Cody. Watch Cody do it. Yeah, watch. Watch fucking Cena show up. It's going to be either Cena or Cody. One-armed Cody comes Honestly, out and you grabs can have the briefcase. Because he doesn't have to win. It doesn't matter. Yep. He can just be in the match. Yeah. Uh, be oh, it. my. Oh, it actually might be Cena. They need people to. They need something for that fucking crowd. Can you imagine paying to go to this? You no, know, it would be different. I, I can't say it'd be good, but it would be different. And I'm just so ready for them <coughs> to do something different that I want this to happen. It's Roman. And he grabs the briefcase. So do what do what the war stories are doing with Booker and like have Booker have multiple. <laughs> hey, no, no, hang on, hang on, Jesus. hang on. Why do you hate Roman? Hang on, before you hang on, hang on, hang on, before you get too kerfuffled. Uh, you can Boom. you can go listen to us on the Monday Night War Stories mm-hmm. what we're discussing. Big the idea is Booker has multiple chances to win the title the title shot back. So what I would do is have. What I would do is have Roman come out, win the t- win the briefcase, and go screw you guys. That's all I'm saying. Is have because in the war stories, Booker ain't winning. Have Roman do it. Yeah, have him win it, even though he's champion. Just be like, just so none of you can come near me because you don't deserve it. Yep. Have Roman do have Roman do what Brock did. Have someone come out who like have, uh, or or hear me out. You have Sami Zayn win it and give it to him because he's an honorary ooze. Since he's part of the bloodline. No for that match. Jesus Christ. No. That sounds terrible. The women's one sounds better. By a lot. Holy moly. Is that the card? That's the card. Fuck And me. then they were having bum-ass Corbin versus uh, Pat McVie at SummerSlam. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's announced already. That and Roman and Brock, not to mention Last Cena. Last man standing. Cena and Theory is going to happen. That yeah, doesn't there, there's, there's, they're overdoing the McAfee so, stuff. Sadly, there's more matches. Like, uh, I'll, let me check. But there was like almost <laughs> more matches announced for for uh, or subject. There's to not. Con- yeah, there's not. There's yeah. rumored ones. Uh, Basically, they don't care about anything other than WrestleMania, Rumble, and SummerSlam now. I mean, we talked about it. So, like, once that pay per view was pulled from that football stadium because the tickets were shit, they stopped giving a fuck and didn't even try anymore. I mean, they they just even, completely gave up. They didn't even bother to get Roman here to do anything. It's a second no, up. They just gave up entirely. Yeah, and Roman has not, is not on the card. He was on the card last week, um, last month. Um, he just defended it on uh, SmackDown. That's it. Oh, my God. Um, I have a late. Ugh, that I hope turns into nothing. Yeah. But it was enough to get me concerned. Bray Wyatt, or Wyndham Six, or whatever the fuck you want to call him. White Six. White Six? White. White Six. He uh, filed for a new copyright today, but he did it using the same copyright lawyer that AEW uses. Could mean nothing. I hope to God it means nothing. But it's enough to make you go, Should have called Stephen P. New. So before we leave, uh, we have homework to discuss. Yes. Uh, Corey, what, made, do you, what, I, what do you have us watch? Wayback Machine. I made you go way back to watch the first match of the Great American Bash 1988 pay-per-view, the NWA World Tag Team titles on the line. The champions, the Horsemen, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, defe- uh, defended against Sting and Nikita Koloff. Former Horseman thing. 
Yeah. Former. So, uh, uh, soon to be? In the future. Soon to be. That's right. Soon to be. So that's what we watched. Staying um, was a god. I particularly wanted you. Was a uh, god. Yeah, I particularly wanted you guys to see it for how fucking alive the crowd is. Jesus. I miss that thing. I miss that thing so much. Right. He's just. Uh, Do he's you remember a, Surfer Sting, Joe? Did you ever watch um, the Surfer Sting? To be honest, no. This is he Surfer Sting. Is, a, is uh, I've seen I've man. seen some, but I have not seen like. And there's different. Yeah. There's. There's Surfer Sting from before February sixth, nineteen ninety, and then Surfer Sting after February sixth, nineteen ninety, because that's when he suffers the horrific knee injury. Mm-hmm. He loses He's, some athleticism. He is never the same after. Yeah. Uh, before he is a super ball of energy, just. Everywhere, I mean, I loved that version of Stan. Man, I I can't even tell you how many Halloweens I went face painted like Sting. Like that that is my dude. And also from this match, Nikita Koloff loves rear chin locks. I mean, I I I, <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed this there match. I like the fact of uh, like the like the you know it's just the thing like. The baby faces doing the heel moves with the rep being distracted, and then you know the crowd pops for that while uh, you know commentary or you know I it was odd because it's Jr. and Tony, and it, you know both probably baby faces, and yep. it's just like it's odd that there is no heel at the time here for the fact of like when the baby faces are doing the heel moves, there's you know they're not the they only had heel announcers and Jim Crockett when Jim Cornette was on. And only WCW when Ventura was there for a little bit. Yep. For the most part, they just kind of played it straight. Yep. It was always JR and But I enjoyed the match. You know, there are some of those fun things about this being such an old match of the fact that it's like uh, Sting doing a crossbody and like out of like he comes from the top of your TV down. (laughs) Yeah. It's like all Uh, of a sudden Sting's just coming off the top of your TV. I think Tully took a. Uh, he got his neck raked against the top rope, and then he falls back, and then like the refs in the way, and Jared's like, or Shivani has to like, what you missed was this, you know. It's fun. It was fun, but it was like that. But you were saying that pop, that crowd, that man. Sting got. Um, and Arn and Tully, uh, I mean, essentially, it's what FTR is now. I mean, they're yeah. just yeah, without so question, good, dude. You can tell what team they modeled themselves oh after. Oh my god. Arn and Tully were the team when I started. This is the summer I first started watching Jim Crockett Promotions. Uh, so and it was around this time of the year, too. So to me, Arn and Tully were like, that was the team because they were the champs when I first started watching, and they were just so good at what they did. And to watch, and this was like a Jim Crockett staple where the Rock and Roll Express had left and the Road Warriors were in another match, so it was a just stick two popular baby faces together and that's who's challenging for the tag belts. Yep. Um, you knew they weren't going to win. Um, but it, and it's a much better time limit draw <laughs> than the next month at SummerSlam when the British Bulldogs go to a 20-minute draw at the Rougeos. It's a good match, too. Mm. But this smokes it. Yeah. The talent disparity at this time. <laughs> Derrick was the big show. There was no question. Well... But the talent disparity was so huge. <laughs> so yeah, glad you guys enjoyed it. What do we have in store for us? Oh, well, real quick. Uh, what did we miss on the card? Anything that was better than that? Or was it the best match? To me, that's the best match. Although underrated um, is Dusty Rhodes and Barry Windham for the U.S. title. It's a really good match. And 
a really fun Flair Luger title match. I that just is barred. That's jarred by the main event. The, the ending is is terrible. <laughs> Since I I watched this at like my cats woke me up like at five four in the morning, and I was like, that's you know nice what? To sleep in. You know what? I'm gonna watch it. So I watched that, and then I was like, it's. I think it was a sun. It was Sunday, so uh, there's nothing on at six a.m. And so I decided just to just finish out the pay-per-view as much as I can before I go to the shoot. And I got three matches deep, and I was confused by one of them. The uh, three stages of hell, (laughs) uh, let's climb up a 30-foot ladder and then climb down it. Then climb down through the cages to fight. The producer woke up and came out, and she's like, what the hell is this? And I'm like... She's like, they, they didn't make this Who's for that match. Uh, Ronnie Garvin, Jimmy Garvin, Dr. Death, Steve Williams, and the Road Warriors. On one team. Against Kevin Sullivan, Mike Rotundo, the Russian Assassins, and Ivan Koloff. <laughs> with Precious in the ring with the key to let them all out. Jesus Christ. And Kevin Sullivan chokes her with a coat hanger. Yes. <laughs> that checks out. That's uh, and then the other match, which is probably my favorite besides the tag match we watched. It's the Midnight Express and the Fantastics. That was good. And a U.S. tag title match with Jim Cornette, like in a straight jacket. He was in a straight jacket and above a cage. Yeah, and if Midnight won, they get the belts. If the Fantastics won, they get ten whippings. Midnight won, but the Fantastics still got the ten in. whips. As Jim Cornette said, it was a hat on a hat on a hat. It checks out. Dust, it's, it, this summer is pure dusty craziness booking because <laughs> they're trying to sell and he's trying to get the value up. So he's hot shotting like a motherfucker. It worked. Oh, <laughs> Dusty. But because of the uh, ending of the finish, the in the uh, three cages, Ronnie Garvin's like the first one in to the cage. you got to go to the top. And he's legitimately out of the cage within like three minutes. And like a blink of the eye, I'm like, what the hell is he doing? It was supposed to be a hint because he turns hill on Dusty later in the night. So, of course, he's not going to help his brother in the baby face as much. But, yeah, it's just like, what, <clears throat> what just happened? Like, I legitimately blinked. And I'm like, what is he standing outside? Can you go back in? No, you can't. Uh, what's happening, you know? Ronnie Garvin doing some weird shit back then. He leaves NWA in, like, October. Signs with WWF, but instead goes to the AWA real quick and wins their TV title. Well, still, and then still what? starting with WWF. Then loses the AWA title and comes in full-time for WWF. Like, after he, like, appeared on WWF television, he yeah. lost it? Jesus yeah. Christ. Because by then the AWA was so nothing that Vince is like, whatever. I don't care. They're going to pay you how much? Yeah, go do it. (laughs) That's cool. Do we have to pay you? Yeah. Well. It's not going to be on TV, is it? Oh, yeah, ESPN. No, who cares? Well, Mr. Rule. Yeah. What are we watching since... uh, I like to pick stuff that's sort of time important and apropos. So being as we just did celebrate one Juan Chena's 20th year. God damn it. Melina versus Lisa Fox. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I think I'm going to pick... I'm watch that 7-on-7 seven seven match, aren't we? <laughs> what may be his best match. I think it is. It's not my favorite match of his, but I think it's his best match. I know it. Maybe. Okay. We're going to Royal Rumble 2007. Nope. We're going oh. to the last man standing match <sighs> with Umanga. Yep, oh, that's what it was. Darn. Yeah, I'll watch that again. My favorite match is... I think the year before it was uh, him and Edge in the Unforgiven? last uh, 
TLC. TLC match. TLC. Unforgiven 2006. That match is goddamn fantastic. I love that match, too, but... Last I best standing match. Love this match. 2007 Royal Rumble. Oh, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Of course, we get to watch Umaga again. Umanga. Uh, Umanga. It's a, such a creative finish. I'm so excited to watch this match again. They'd never do that finish now. Nope. I'm very excited. That's cool. Yeah, that's going to be well, good. That's going to be fun. Much. So, be uh, don't forget, buy your PAL tickets now. Buy them now. Go get them now. Uh, you can uh, find all of us at... NoSoEntertainment.com. That's right. NoSoEntertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find us all on the social medias, the uh, the Instagram, the Facebook, the Twitter. Give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, comment, re- recommend, do whatever you want. You can be in the bar. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Baby. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.